Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world. It's the stream Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the greatest fantasy hockey podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It's the stream scheme. We won't be talking about your superstars like your John Tavares's or your Alexander Barkovs here. No sorry, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are too scared to to touch. The stream scheme is presented by the greatest fancy hockey podcast in the world, Keeping Carlson, and we often refer to the toughest league in the world, the Keeping Carlson Ultimate Patron Fantasy League, aka the Cuckupful. And speaking of which, a huge congrats to my good friends Ben Burnett of Short Shifts and Dustin O for making the finals of Tier 1 of the Cuckupful. It sucks that one of them are going to have to lose while the other will forever have their name etched in glory on the Tier 1 Cuckupful trophy. Just a quick reminder that no one will remember you if you lose. Remember Mr. Runner-Up himself, Mike? The guy who came in second place in Tier 1 three years in a row, but yet he's not a household name because he never won. It's a darn shame, but it is a warning. The winner gets all of the spoils, while the loser simply gets a chance to try it again next year. No pressure, though, to Dustin, Ben, or anyone else competing for a championship this week. Don't worry though, your boy Davey B has your back if you are looking for some streamers to help you win your championship, which I assume you are because why else are you listening? If you are eliminated from your playoffs and you're still listening, shout out to you. You're the real MVP. But real quick though, let's check out how our streamers did last week because we're all about accountability here on the stream scheme. Nikita Gusev, two points in four games for Gusev. Not exactly what we are looking for from our top forward streamer of the week, but it barely qualifies him as a win here. There's no denying it though. The correct Panther to have picked up would have been Sam Bennett, but excuse me for thinking that skating with Barkov at even strength and being on the top power play gave Gusev a better chance to succeed than Bennett. And while Gusev is still skating with Barkov at even strength, it looks like Sam Bennett has taken that spot on the top power play in Florida. Uh, they do have four games next week, starting with a back-to-back on Monday and Tuesday, so I'd probably still hang on to Gusev for that Monday and Tuesday games and then drop him after that as the next two games come on the busy days of Thursday and Saturday. Denis Gurionov, also only two points in four games for him, but we'll take the win here as well. 
barely, but I'm not too proud of it. Although at this point, I'll tell you what, it almost seems like the only way to score in Dallas is if you're skating with Rupe Hints. And ever since I threatened to go down to Dallas and beat up Rupe Hints, he's been a superstar, frankly. So you are welcome to you Hints owners. But yeah, Gurionov is not on the top power play. And Jamie Benn certainly ain't what he used to be. So Gurionov is I, but I do think he'd be a great pickup if Sagan came back and he got put on Gurionov's line. I guess we'll see. They say Sagan's close to a return. Definitely something to keep an eye out for. But for now, Dallas is in the same boat as Florida with a back-to-back on Monday and Tuesday. And then on Thursday and Saturday, they play as well. So I'd advise the same thing here for Gurionov. Keep him for the Monday and Tuesday games and then cut bait with him after that. Jack Roslevic, just one goal in three games for Roslevic. He does have a game in hand today on Sunday, but this one is looking like a loss for Roslevic. Should have seen this one coming, you know, because Ross sounds like loss. Gotta start calling him Jack Loslovic out here, am I right? <laughs> but seriously, it was more than just that. Florida and Tampa Bay shut down Columbus this past week. They only had four goals and three games total for their entire team. But you never know, Loslovic could have a great game today on Sunday and turn this into a win, but I'm guessing not, and this one will stay a Loslovic. Colin Blackwell, he might very well be dead to me, I'm not gonna lie. He's on life support at the very least, and I'm standing at the foot of the bed and the doctor is egging me on saying, hey, you can pull the cord if you want. He's not going to do anything else for you. He's just going to lay there doing nothing. And yeah, I know, Doc, it's really grinding my gears. I don't pick him as a streamer two weeks ago. He goes bonkers and gets five points. He gets the exact same deployment with Panarin the next week. The same thing he's had this whole freaking entire time, and he can't even muster up one stinking point for us. A secondary assist or anything. Zero points, Blackwell. You know what? I'm doing it. I'm pulling the cord. Colin Blackwell, you are dead to me. The Rangers in general, man. I don't know why they hate me so much, but you know what? Two can play this game, New York. Next time the Rangers make the playoffs, I'm picking all their guys in my playoffs pool. I'll jinx the crap out of them. You've made a powerful enemy, New York Rangers. I won't forget this. Nick Benino had the best week out of all our streamers this week with five points in four games for us this past week. And I'll tell you what, guys. Benino is a Stanley Cup champion and knows how to come in clutch for us. Benino is in fuego right now with 11 points in his last seven games. Is that stat even real? This is definitely a glitch in the matrix, but it's like I always tell you guys, always take advantage of glitches in the matrix. And as hot as Nick Benino is, the Wild only play three times next week with only one off day game in there, and it doesn't come until Wednesday. So it pains me to say it, but you're going to have to rip the band-aid off and drop Nick Benino. He did his job for us, and we won't forget about that in our upcoming playoff pools, my friend. Mike Riley had a good week for us, even though he lost his spot on the top power play in Boston. Mike Riley picked up two assists for us this week. He's been a clutch defensive streamer, not just last week, but if you're lucky enough to get Riley the week before that as well, he's been almost a playoff MVP for you so far. But Boston's schedule luck has finally come to a close this next week as Boston only plays three times on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So much like Nick Benino, it might hurt to do it, but I definitely would say it's time to drop Mike Riley. Michael Delzato, he's 
stinks. Well, I mean, I guess if you're in a Cats league, at least Delzato had 13 hits in three games so far this week. But I mean, that is literally all he did this week. He's playing over 20 minutes a game. I don't know what else he's doing out there. Delzato is like that guy in Chell that's only looking for big hits the whole time. You know who you are, but I can't get too mad at our Chell team. We're actually doing pretty good in the playoffs right now. Shout out to the Kakupful Chell team. Always a good time with the boys. But yeah, Michael Delzato stinks. Get him out of here. Keandra Miller surprisingly came through for us. Okay, Rangers, you're off the hook. Blackwell, you're still dead to me, but you other Rangers, you're off the hook for now. You should be throwing Miller a parade for that, though. One assist, five shots, three hits, and ten blocks so far for Keandra Miller this week. And he even has a game in hand today on Sunday as well. Great job by you, buddy. Now the Rangers do have a bad schedule next week, though, playing just three times on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So we're definitely swapping him out for a new streamer this week, but it is a win here on Keandra Miller. Our Shallow League streamer of the week was Victor Olofsson. He just had one point in three games so far from Olofsson this week, so I'll take the loss here on him. I did preface it by saying that three of their games were against the Bruins, and that gave me some pause, but come on. The Sabres did score six points on Friday, and Olsen could only get in on one of those. For shame, my friend. Shame. More importantly, though, looking forward to this next week, Buffalo has a bad schedule as well, only playing three times on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, so sayonara, senor Olofsson. And lastly, our ludicrous streamer of the week was Alex Barre Bole, and yeah, I'm pronouncing that name correctly, peeps. Get off my back. But perhaps I should now instead pronounce it Alex Barre Poole because he was complete poo for us last week, not doing a darn thing in any capacity. And he's still getting primo deploymento too. It's absolutely baffling. I mean, if you can't even luck yourself into a secondary assist or something when you're playing the entire week with Point and Palat on the top line and top power play, then you just need to hang up the skates, buddy. Sorry that I had to be the one to tell you this. Wait, actually, no. I'll happily be the one to tell you this. You stink, Alex Barre Poule. Hang up your skates. You ain't even a has-been. a never was. Now get off my fantasy team. So overall, that's 5 for 10 this week. Another close one, but hey, we hit our 50% threshold. So overall, that brings us to 11-2 and two on the year, hitting our mark. But it's definitely muddy waters out there. So may this week bring you more Nick Beninos and less Colin Blackwells. Ugh. But enough pitter-patter. Let's get at her. Next up, we're going to look at the schedules for the upcoming week, starting with Monday, April 26, 2021. On Monday, we have 16 teams playing. 16 teams playing on Tuesday as well, 14 teams playing on Wednesday, 20 teams playing on Thursday, 8 teams play on Friday, 30 teams play on Saturday, and just 2 teams playing on Sunday. Pretty identical to last week with both Monday and Tuesday, both in that heavy gray area of 16 teams playing, which is the busiest slow day you can have. However, this week, Wednesday is now also in that gray area with 14 games. So as always, we're considering Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday slow 
slow days for our purposes, but make sure to always check your lineups on those days to make sure that a streamer will indeed start for you on those days. And once again, we're using the schedule at cutcupful.com, the only website with a schedule that you know is up to date and accurate with all the postponements and reschedulings and what have you. We're back to the usual suspects having the best schedule of the week as this week the Anaheim Ducks, the Arizona Coyotes, the Colorado Avalanche, the LA Kings, the Montreal Canadiens, and the San Jose Sharks all playing four times this week with three of their games coming on to slower days. After that, the Winnipeg Jets also have a sneaky good schedule this week as they only have three games but all of their games coming on to off days of Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so not a bad schedule there either. The worst schedule of the week goes to the Columbus Blue Jackets, so you can just drop all the Blue Jackets at this point. They all stink anyways. Jack Loslovic, Michael Delzato stinks, what was I thinking? But I mean, even like Patrick Laine and Seth Jones, I mean, if it's your championship week, I'd rather have a streamer with four games than either of those two guys. I'm sorry. So, you're the manager. It's up to you. And obviously, being the host of the stream scheme, I'm a little biased towards streamers, but that's what I would do. After that, there's a slew of teams that also have pretty bad schedules this week. The Boston Bruins, the Buffalo Sabres, the Chicago Blackhawks, the New Jersey Devils, the New York Islanders, the New York Rangers, the Philadelphia Flyers, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Washington Capitals all only play three times this week on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So any guys that are automatic starts from you from those teams, like your Sidney Crowley, Cosby's or your Jake Gensel's or even like your Brian Rust's, you probably want to hang on to those guys, but anyone else I'd consider dropping from those teams. So without further ado, let's get into our streamer picks this week. Up first, our top forward streamer of the week. It's time once again for a pool party, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, it's Jesse Pugliarvi of the Edmonton Oilers. This one, we're getting pretty lucky on, and I can understand why Pugliarvi is only rostered in just 13% of Yahoo leagues right now. The Oilers only played twice last week, and they only played twice the week before that, so Pugliarvi was certainly pretty expendable at that point, but He's still playing with Connor McDavid, people, and he's still as hot as can be with four points in his last three games. Now, of course, due to that terrible schedule, their last game before those three games was all the way back on April 10th, which seems like a lifetime ago. But now that the Oilers have a good schedule again this week, playing four times on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday for four games total with two off day games in there, that makes Paul Yarvey a must add this week and an easy choice for our top streamer pick of the week and don't give me that oh Poyarvi should only be rostered in any competitive leagues because he's even available in the toughest league in the world tier one of the kickupful so apologies in advance to my friends in tier one if I'm blowing up your spot here but be prepared to blow that fab on Jesse Poyarvi this week my second forward streamer pick this week is Tanner Pearson of the Vancouver Canucks now you might remember Tanner Pearson had one of the best single weeks a streamer has had for us way earlier in the year when he had five points in four games for us I believe hopefully he can do the same thing for us this week because ever since the Canucks came back from their extended layoff between games Pearson has been red hot with three points in four games since his return and there's a very good reason to believe that that production is sustainable for Pearson as he's getting that primo deployment in Vancouver right now playing on the top line with Besser and Horvat and he's on their top power play as well. Pearson is seeing over 18 minutes of time on ice a night in each of his last three games and he has shot at least twice in each of those games as well. 
all signs point to Pearson being able to keep it up for us. And with the Canucks out of a playoff spot, I don't see them rushing back Elias Pettersson. So his deployment should be pretty secure here as well. The Vancouver Canucks have a good schedule this week, playing on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday for four games total with two off day games in there. Pearson is only rostered in just 12% of Yahoo leagues right now, so pick up Tanner Pearson. My next pick is someone we've already seen a couple times this year. It's Kevin LeBanc of the San Jose Sharks. That name might sound familiar because we streamed him in February, then we streamed him in March, and now when we need him most, we're going back to the well again, or should I say we're going back to LeBanc again. <laughs> and every time we've streamed LeBanc, it's been the same thing. He's getting Primo Deploymento, and obviously deployment doesn't necessarily equal production, though, because otherwise LeBanc wouldn't still be just 10% rostered on Yahoo right now. But what Primo Deploymento does come into play is when someone is due out the wazoo, which LeBanc certainly is right now. Only one point in his last eight games for LeBanc, but to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, a decent chunk of those games have come against the offensive stifle teams of Minnesota and Vegas this week should hopefully be a little bit easier of a time going against Arizona and Colorado and Colorado certainly doesn't scare me as much as they normally would as long as they are rolling with Dubnik in net not only all that but they play those teams on Monday Wednesday Friday Saturday so that's four games total three off day games in there and anytime someone's DUE is in the 90s and his DUE right now is 92.6 so pick up Kevin LeBanc and I think he'll come through for us one more time this year. My next forward streamer pick this week is going to be someone who I've had an up and down season with so far. It's Alex Iafalo of the Los Angeles Kings. He was actually someone who I was pretty mad at earlier in the year when I streamed him and then Iafalo actually ended up scoring on the Sunday which turned an overtime loss to us into a win that week and so you didn't hear it on the show but me and Iafalo actually had a heart to heart where I agreed I'd Iafalo him into the dark one more time this year, and that time is now. There's no denying Ayafalo's deployment. He's at Primo Deploymento all season long, and Ayafalo's been getting a decent amount of shots, and he's even averaged over 20 minutes of ice time a game as a season long, which is bonkers. Still, that's only translated into a 50-point pace for Ayafalo, which, like I always say, is replacement level for forwards, and most managers seem to agree with me, which is why Ayafalo is only rostered in just 11% of Yahoo leagues right now, but the good news is that Ayafalo is pointless in his last four games, and you guys know the drill. Cold streak plus deploymento equals high DUE, and while it's not as high as LeBanks, it's still pretty high at 88.3 right now, and with four games against the Ducks next week, I think that will translate into some points for Ayafalo when we need him most here. They play the Ducks on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, so that's four games total with three off-day games in there against a team who has the seventh highest goals against average in the league. They also give up the ninth most shots against per game, so why not follow me into the dark with Alex follow this week. My last forward streamer pick this week is Adam Henrique of the Anaheim Ducks. I had a couple different options I could have went with for this last regular forward streamer spot. Obviously, I'd probably prefer Ricky Racks, Ricard Raquel, but he was a little bit too high rostered at 23% in Yahoo leagues. But if he's there in your league, I'd like him over Henrique. I also thought about riding with Paul Stastny one more time 
time this year, but ultimately I like the extra game for the Ducks this week and the opponent. As I mentioned, the Ducks and the Kings play each other four times this week, and neither team is that great in net. So Mr. Sunday Night, as I like to call him, gets the call here, although he doesn't actually play on Sunday this week. As I mentioned, they play four times on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, so still a pretty good schedule with four games and three off-day games in there. Not much more really needs to be said about Adam Henrique. He's got Primo Deploymento in Anaheim technically, although one, they shipped the lines around in Anaheim a decent amount, and two, that doesn't really mean too much in Anaheim. But either way, hey, I want in on that Anaheim-LA matchup this week, and Henrique is only rostered in just 7% of Yahoo leagues, so pick up Adam Henrique. Moving over to defense, my top defensive streamer pick this week is Alex Edler of the Vancouver Canucks. And Edler takes the trophy from Mike Riley last week of being the easiest defensive streamer pick this year so far. Alex Edler is an OG and someone who was famous for making me shout out in live streams that he's out here doing the Lord's work. And what that means is that he's someone who is just the definition of a Perif's beast. He racks up blocks like he's Pac-Man eating those dots or apples or whatever. And he also shoots, he hits, the whole kit and caboodle. And back whenever he was still getting points, Edler was getting drafted pretty high in leagues, but he took a step back in the points department. He's still getting those perifs though, which is why he's an easy pick here. The extended layoff for the Canucks plus his suspension brought Edler all the way down to just 16% rostered right now in Yahoo Leagues, which I will gladly pick him up. Thank you very much. And it certainly doesn't hurt that Vancouver has a good schedule this week, playing on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, so four games total with two off day games in there. So pick up Alex Edler and hope he can continue to do the Lord's work for you once again. My next defensive streamer pick this week is Brett Pessy of the Carolina Hurricanes. Pretty simple pick here. Pessy actually has two points in his last two games, which does scare me a little bit, but what helps ease my mind is the fact that he gets huge minutes out the wazoo, and he plays for the Hurricanes, so playing that much for a great team, those points are just going to be there every once in a while, you know? And so hopefully Pessy can get some for us this week, as he's not exactly a Perifs guy. The blocks are fairly consistent, but Pessy doesn't hit, and the shots can be hit or miss, pun intended, but the Canes are still bad for the top spot in the central so I expect them to put up some good points this week and hopefully Pessy can get in on some of those. The Canes have a decent schedule this week playing on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday so four games total with two off day games in there. He's rostered in only just 18% of Yahoo leagues so pick up Brett Pessy. My last defensive streamer pick this week is Adam Larson of the Edmonton Oilers. Now this one I'm stretching the rules here a little bit. Technically Larson is rostered in 23% of Yahoo Yahoo leagues, but here's the thing. First off, you ever actually take the time to see who's available on defense at less than 20% rostered? There's only so many guys, so get off my back. And secondly, come on, Larson shouldn't be 10% more rostered than his teammate who's playing with frickin' Connor McDavid right now. What kind of competitive manager actually held on to Larson the past two weeks when he's only played two games in each of those two weeks? That's just some clown managering right there. They're asleep at the wheel. And yeah, 
he's available in the toughest league in the world, tier one of the couple, so this pick totally counts. But yeah, Larson is a perifs beast, usually, not all the time, but I think he's well-rested at this point, so I'm counting on him here. Edmonton has a good schedule on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, so pick up Adam Larson. Up next, we've got my shallow league streamer of the week. It's Alex Kalorn of the Tampa Bay Lightning. I don't want to say Kalorn's getting primo deploymento in Tampa because they are shifting the lines around right now, but I think at least as of the end of last game, Kalorn was playing with Palat and Johnson, whereas Point was playing with Barre, Poulet, and Sorelli. So I'd call Kalorn and Palat the top line, but either way, there's no denying that Kalorn is getting top power play time as well. And with Stamkos out at least one more week, I think Kalorn's top line, top power play spot is fairly secure. And that deployment has been paying off as Kalorn has five points in his last five games. And with Tampa Bay battling for that top spot in the central, I feel like they're going to light up some teams this week. And I fully expect Kalorn to get in on that scoring. The Lightning play four times next week on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. So four games total with two off-day games in there, and he'll be one of the few people playing on Sunday as well. His rostered percentage shot up a little bit because he does play today on Sunday, but he's still within shallow league streamer range at 34% rostered right now. And if you're in a shallow league where he's still available, then pick up Alex Kalorn. And lastly, we have our ludicrous streamer of the week. It's Andreas Athens of the Los Angeles Kings. Double A, Mr. Potential, Mr. Streaky. Okay, those last two nicknames I just made up, but they're still definitely true. Athanasiu has been around for a while, and he's one of those guys that looks like he has all the talent in the world, but could never quite turn it into steady production. I thought LA was going to be a great place for him because they could load up his minutes and see what he's got, but the Kings seem committed to just playing the crap out of their top line and then just leave it at that. Still, as I mentioned before, I love how the Kings played the Ducks four times this week on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. So I believe there should be plenty of points to go around. And at least as of this last game, the Kings were trying out Athanasiu on a line with Ayafalo and Kopitar for a little bit. So maybe that line can stick. Who knows? Either way, he's a ludicrous streamer. So you know he's available everywhere practically at just 2% rostered right now. So if you're in a deep, deep league, pick up Andreas Athanasiu. So there we have it. To recap our streamers for the week, starting on Monday, April 26, 2021, are the following. Forward streamers Jesse Pugliarvi, Tanner Pearson, Kevin LeBanc, Alex Iafalo, and Adam Henrique. Our defensive streamers are Alex Edler, Brett Pessy, and Adam Larson. Our shallow league streamer of the week is Alex Kalorn. That's a lot of Alexes this week, eh? While our ludicrous streamer of the week is Andreas Athanasiu. Good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson Patron Discord server or on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme. Thank you once again, everyone, for tuning in. And remember, you don't have to listen to me, but your league mates will. See ya!